Welcome to the inflationary world of today. You really need to understand and manage the impact of inflation on your financial life and your household budget. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm Harry Stout, your host. Today, I'd like to welcome your household to the world of inflation. For many adults, they're experiencing inflation for the first time in their lives. As such, they have questions about what it is, how it's calculated, and what it means for their money. So in this episode, we're going to try to address five key questions about inflation. And hopefully at the end of the day, we'll help you better understand what it is and what you need to do to manage your cash flow to protect against it. So let's begin. Recently, there was data that was issued by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which indicated that as of the end of March, the inflation rate for the prior 12 months was 8.5%. Yes, 8.5%. Largest increase since 1981 or over 40 years. There were increases, price increases nearly across the board with energy, shelter, which would be housing and rental prices, and food prices all soaring at record rates. Now, exactly how much inflation you are experiencing really depends on where you live. And I'll attach this to the show notes today, but Fidelity Investments just published a national chart that shows the amount of year-over-year inflation for that March 22 month end that have been experienced by people who live in certain states. We'll include that for you today to look at. So when you look at inflation, here are five most frequently asked questions that I get about inflation. And hopefully, as we look at each and answer them, it'll help you have a better understanding. So first off, what is inflation? I always go back to look at Investopedias and for the definition. And what inflation is, it's the decline in purchasing power of a given currency over time. So the decline in purchasing power. And what it is, is a quantitative estimate at the rate of decline in that purchasing power as reflected by the increase in the prices of a basket of goods and services. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. What we're seeing is a rise in the general level of prices. It's expressed as a percentage. And what it means is your dollar buys less. And uh, hopefully you're seeing that. I mean, you can see it in stores. I know as, as I go shopping, my wife goes shopping, we bring things home, packages are getting smaller. I call it shrinkflation. You see that things are costing more overall. Now, inflation can be contrasted to deflation. And if we were in a deflationary environment, that means the purchasing power of money increases and prices decline. So right now we're going through a spike in inflation. Key question will be how long it will last. And uh, so let's, let's delve a little bit more into the subject. Question number two, how is the rate of inflation calculated? Well, the rate of inflation is calculated based on an index that is calculated by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Now, our friends at the Bureau of Labor Statistics calculate hundreds and hundreds of different price change indices 
But the one that we see in the financial press and the one I'm talking about today is called the All Items Consumer Price Index for All Urban Consumers. And to shortcut it all, to give you some, uh, uh, to shorthand, it's called the CPIU. And that's the index that is published in all the major publications and the one in which we've had the 8.5% change through the end of March. So the rate of inflation is calculated by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. They calculate a number of different indices. And the one you see in the press is called CPI-U. Now, third question, how are the price changes determined? Well, the Bureau of Labor Statistics uses sampling techniques to sample the price changes for goods and services that you and I buy. Now, it's really interesting what they do. They classify all expenditures into about 200 different subcategories, and they arrange those 200 different subcategories into eight major categories. And the eight major categories that they track on a sampling basis are food and beverages, housing, transportation, medical care, recreation, education, communication costs, and other goods and services. And they make sure that they have all of the costs associated with each these 200 different categories and the subcategories. They make sure that they've got toll increases. If the registration fees on your cars go up or your vehicles, they have that. So it's a very comprehensive basis that the Bureau of Labor Statistics uses to calculate what the change in prices is all about. So it's really significant. Pretty reasonable, I think. Question number four, what factors are driving inflation? If you read the financial press like I do on a day-to-day basis and you see things that are written and published, there are really three main factors that are driving the increase in prices. They are sharply rising labor costs because labor costs are going up at about 5.6% a year. Energy prices, all you have to do is get that shock when you go to the pump, right? Look how much more you're paying for gas year over year. And interest rates. Now, we know the Federal Reserve is increasing interest rates. They're going to see more increases as 2022 goes on. So those are the three major factors. Now, there are two other factors that are having an impact. They are the global supply chain problem. And what that is, is the fact that China is being impacted by COVID in a major way today as I record this. As a result, they can't produce as many goods, and therefore, the demand for goods is still very high, so people can't get what they want, and they're willing to pay more. So that's increasing prices, and the global supply chain issue is causing shortages, and shortages are resulting in higher prices. And then lastly, the factor that's that's hitting us all is the geopolitical impact of the war in Ukraine. And I think as this goes on further and further, we're seeing that, number one, it's impacting energy costs because of what Russia produces and contributes to world energy supplies. And then secondly, also Ukraine being a major source of food. I think they produce a, a significant percentage of the world's wheat. So the geopolitical risk, that war that we've got going on, there's causing all sorts of issues. Again, putting more prices, more pressure on prices. So you can see these factors really hitting home. It's a really complex equation. How much each of these factors is contributing to the overall rate of inflation? There are economists, there are mathematicians that calculate all this, but you can see the major. I try to look at it at the major factors at play. Now, Number question number five, and the one that hits home, and it's one sport most practical is why is inflation important to your money? And fundamentally, inflation causes 
the good the cost of goods and services for your household to increase. So your your cost of living are going to go up. And the same time, if your income does not go up at the same rate that the increase in prices is taking place, you've got a problem. I mean, you've got a shortfall. So I think overall, if you look at households today, most households are getting about a 5.6% increase in salaries. Yet, if you compare that to an 8.5% increase in cost, you can see there's a deficit there. And that's causing families and households to have to make decisions. Some people are making lifestyle changes. They're cutting their spending. They're going through and substituting goods. Instead of having beef, they're having chicken, for example. They're doing making shopping substitutions, buying cheaper goods, maybe going to some of the big box discount stores to try to save money as much as possible. So they're doing a lot to manage the outflow as much as they possibly can. At the same time, those of households that are lucky enough to have savings and investment, they're also making changes in their strategy to make sure that their investments can keep up. So they're seeking out those investments that are more that perform better in inflationary times versus uh, their existing strategies. So what I can tell you overall, very simply, how is it impacting your money? If prices are going up at 8.5% and salaries are only going up at 5.6%, you're going to have to take action to manage your household budget and be much more proactive. So let me summarize today's episode. Welcome to the inflationary world of today. And I believe over the next several years, inflation is going to be a key financial issue in our day-to-day lives. For those of you that are younger that are listening to this podcast, you've not had to deal with inflation in your financial lives. It'll be a new experience for you. For the baby boomers listening, it'll bring back your memories of the 1970s and having that 12 to 15% mortgage on your home. I know some of you may be laughing at that. But I'll tell you overall, it doesn't matter whatever age group that that you belong to, you really need to understand and manage the impact of inflation on your financial life and your household budget. So that's it for today. And we look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financialverse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.